Thank you for choosing Boomers with Beverages. It's kind of like hanging out with your dad's friends. Well, hello there. It's great hello. to uh, welcome you to uh, another edition of the Boomers with Beverages podcast. I'm Jim Burrows, along with the always dapper Pete Molina. Good to be here. You know, it's the first time I'm actually sitting next to Jim. I'm usually across, yeah. so I, I get a little break today. Okay. Yeah, good for that, you. That, that, there was a reason for that, but we'll discuss that later. <laughs> it was a court order, but it's passed. Uh, Artie, good to see you. Telemundo Deportes. Artie Widgery. Thank you. Live. Thank you. And Thank you very much. I'll be here all week. Enjoy and your deal. Den Davis. Hello, shuffleboard on the Lido deck. After Howdy, the sir. Program. Good to see you. Yes. I thought we'd try something a little bit different for our, our, our podcast's uh, fans out there. So, you know, a, a lot of them have no idea what we look like as, as the boomers. So what I want you to do is whatever you're listening to the podcast on, close your eyes. Okay, close your eyes right now and, and, and put it up to your ear if it's like a phone or if it's a small, you know, speaker type of thing. And, and, and envision four guys... 50, late 50s and older, okay, get that in your head, envision this, uh, envision uh, guys dressed like Eddie Bauer just at a fire sale, okay, so do that, uh, envision only one guy with bangs, okay, so that's... <laughs> or any hair at all, yeah. Oh, and, okay, envision only one that doesn't wear glasses, <laughs> and, and, and then picture... Just the wisest, funniest guys on the planet. And there you go. Is, does that help? Pretty much. Has, right. has it given think, you yeah. a vision of the boomers? Kind of? Kind of? Sort of? Yeah. yeah. Well, How about, uh, why don't we tell everybody who we think or who we have been told is our doppelganger? Maybe oh, that'll help wow. some clarity. Interesting. Mm, okay. I don't. I, I'll, st- I'll start off. I've been told many times I look like Dave Ramsey. I could see that. The uh, yeah. financial mm-hmm. guy? Mm-hmm. Yes. See, I thought yeah. when you had hair, you looked a lot like Bobby Sherman's stunt double. <laughs> I think we ought no? to do that for each other because Maybe? I have no idea who my double Well, we all know. Oh, yeah. Your, yours is I'm from sure. Andy Griffith, easily. Otis, yeah. Otis Campbell. Okay, oh, I'm sure, Otis sure, Campbell. Sure. Yes, yeah. All right, I'm Otis Campbell. Yeah. It, yeah. But I think younger, younger Artie, wow, that would be a tough one. I used to get. Artie, I, I, got, used to, I used to get Roy Clark, an ugly Roy Clark. Well, why would they throw ugly in there? They did. They, I mean, it's not like you look like an ugly Roy Clark. It's not like, like Roy Clark wow. was Mr. You know, <laughs> People Magazine Man of the Year. I don't More of an ugly year. Yeah, I think Buck Owens had a better chance than Roy Clark <laughs> getting that honor. Yeah, you know? wow. I got. I think. I got a Brian Dennehy years ago. Oh, yeah. A little I bit. I see that. Okay, Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Bit, maybe. That's the name I was trying to come up with for you. Was it Brian Dennehy? Years ago. Yes, it was Brian Dennehy. That's okay. Good guy. Great actor. Did yeah. a lot of good movies. I, Dan I Davis. I, I don't. Did you ever get a doppelganger yeah, reference or what? It's, um, the guy, he was in the movie Office Space, the one with the red stapler. Um, oh, yeah. I forget that guy's name. Hold on. I'm going to. No, I'm oh, you're talking right about now. that guy? We're talking oh, about that no. guy. I have no idea what that actor's name is. I was just going to say, you don't look anything like does Actually, actually I believe his last name is Davis. He was also in Veep. Wow. Because uh, um, yeah, I was going to say, Dan, you look nothing like Jennifer Aniston. I mean, even even if we put well, bling not on right you. now. <laughs> Give him a few hours in the makeup that? room. Stephen Root. Stephen Root. Yes. He was also in uh, Dodgeball. Yes, he was. You're yeah. right. He's, right. he's done a bunch of movies. He was the guy with, yeah, with the uh, Obscure Sports Quarterly subscription. Office Space, that character, though, that's... He could, he could never do another role, and he'd still make money off that. Like yeah. at conventions, Gen Cons, whatever, they do all these... Because yeah. that was such a famous mm-hmm. role yeah. and well-known. I mean, that's you know, definitely one you take away from that movie. Speaking of you know, Gen Cons and all that thing, I actually... 
rewatched all the episodes of Lost in Space, which is yes. absolutely horrible. Sure. But I can understand why when I was six years old, I loved, I loved every minute of it. Loved but it. Jonathan Harris, Dr. Smith, yeah. he's the only member of that cast who they paid to go to the fan conventions. No really? kidding. Yeah, everybody else went free, but he's like, no, nope, I need, you know, 500 bucks. And they're like, okay, because... I don't blame you. If you're not there, nobody else is going to want to... It's a yeah. famous, you know, June Lockhart. I mean, it was a famous cast. I mean, Fam- yeah, the, the right. actress that played Penny was in Sound of Music. Yeah. I mean, she was well-known. It's just that... The, the, the blonde was... She became more of a lead character in that. I mean, for, I think, some folks in the late... She was probably a crush for a lot of guys. Oh, the, yeah. The blonde, the, the daughter, the older daughter. Judy. You never saw enough of Judy. Yeah, when I was eight years old, I had a crush on her. Yeah. Yeah, sure. absolutely. Why wouldn't you? Well, I had a crush on the robot, too. <laughs> wow. That's a whole other thing. You can go to jail for that now. You can have a, cr- you can have a crush at eight. I'm not sure you yeah. can. <laughs> you can. Well, what is, what is, how, how do you know that you're having a crush at eight years old? How do you know? Seriously, what is your first well, sign? Obviously what you, is your you, first sign? Uh, maybe you hang their poster on your wall in your bedroom. Yeah, that's a good know. sign. You get a little flutter every time he or she comes yeah. on the screen. What do you think? Well, maybe you just go out of your way to be in their presence. Yeah, I don't think it's anything to do with I the extreme end of things. It's not like you're 18 and you've got the Miss January hanging up in your wall. I think when you're a little kid, it, it's a whole different level of... No. I had Playboy Playmates all over my wall at nine years old. At nine. At nine. At nine? Yes, and my mom said, get those down. I said, no. You're, I'm going to get your father involved. Okay, he comes in and goes, man, this is great. Yeah. I love this. Can, I, can we change rooms? No, he looked up and he said, man, yours are better than mine. Yeah. <laughs> I've got the ones from the early 50s. You hardly saw anything in those. No so. joke. Wow, no joke. that's interesting stuff. So, yeah, so, okay. Root, Stephen Root. Stephen yeah. Root. That's pretty cool. That's, it covers some bases there, though, as far as our doppelgangers. Yeah. 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 Good to have you along for uh, Boomers with Beverages. Boomerswithbeverages.com is our website, and uh, we definitely uh, always want to hear from you via email. Dan Davis, the email is bwb at boomerswithbeverages.com. And we, uh, now that we are into 2023, we, we promise we've made a, uh, a, a deeper a deeper commitment to building up that website because it's got to get, we got to make that thing just mm. like, oh, you got to check out the Boomers website right. too. Besides the fact you got to hear the podcast, you got to hear the website. But uh, I was curious though, before we jump into our, uh, our subject for the show, uh, this story's been uh, kind of making the rounds over the last few weeks, and I, I thought this was so unusual because it introduced me to a word I'd never heard before. Maybe you guys have. Cleanliness. Are you Are you Sorry. familiar with non-nuplex? No, oh, say it again. I, yeah, I just saw something about that. I, I, I was able to figure it out. Say it again. No nuplets. No nuplets. No nuplets? No nuplets. No it's not non nuplets? No, no. No nuplets. No nuplets. No nuplets. No oh, no I, I see nuplets. what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because oh, N O N represents nine. Non nuplets. It's. That's a lot. Yeah. It's, it's a baseball uh, team. A couple in Morocco uh, finally went public with all of their no nuplets. They gave birth to nine children. Five girls and four boys. At one time. Yeah, well, they, they kind of came out in order. They didn't all just pop out like a... <laughs> one. Like two. Like when, you in, like when you inadvertently hold open your Pez dispenser too long and they all shoot your face. It was over a couple just, of days. I don't think they all just threw out. You know? oh, was it over a couple of days? I, I don't know. I yeah. hope not. But I think it was during the when Morocco was in the, the, the World Cup. 
you know, they, they made it to the quarterfinals and they get so excited, I think they just win it at labor. Yep. So, and I think, I think they did the right thing because, you know, you, you've had a lot of uh, stories over the last 10, 20 years, people that have mul multiple births. And unfortunately, a lot of the, the babies don't make it. They don't survive. But uh, they're 19 months old now, and they they look oh, wow. they all look amazing, mm. super healthy. You would never know, you know, because sometimes with the, the the larger births, some kids are kind of small, a little mm -hmm. smaller. They look like normal normal wow. births. Uh, they prior to giving birth to the no nuplets, they had a daughter. So huh. so is she peeved at mom and dad, or is she excited? Because she literally went from. Owning the place, yeah, being the princess of the castle, to oh, she's upset. She's been totally marginalized yes. the rest of her life. Nine, babies. one of ten, all boys. No, I said five girls, oh, four five, boys. Five girls, yeah. four boys. Okay, sorry. And then uh, that that uh, dethroned uh, Suleiman. I think her, I think that was her last name. The Octomom. Remember the Octomom okay, yeah. several yeah. years ago? Yeah. She had eight. I so, only recognize her naked. Isn't that weird? Well, didn't she do some kind of to make money? She did tons of porn. Yeah, she did a lot what of... A, what a oh, wow. scraggly that, thing. You got to feed those kids somehow. Was that really somehow. a selling point for an adult video? The Octomom in action? Evidently it was. She made a couple of million. <laughs> well, there wow. you go. Well, people pay for anything nowadays. She ain't getting out of my money. So I, I'm happy with the twins we had. Nine, <laughs> nine would have been just nuts up. That's, yeah. that's insane. Do you guys have any multiple births in the family, in your, in your family histories? Or? Uh, my no. mom was a twin, and my younger oh. sister had twins. So twins. Yeah. Yeah. And twins wow. not unusual. Artie? Uh, no, 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 no. Nowhere in the lineage. Nowhere in the heraldry. No, none in my family, no. Yeah. no. Mm. And see, the thing that's interesting about twins, when we had our twins, is they, uh, the nurse, and of course it's like, you know, now you tell us, came mm. in and she's like, ah, if you guys only had one more. I go, what do you mean? She goes, well, when you have triplets and up, there's literally funds and foundations that are set up for, yeah. but twins aren't, you know, twins are, they're not common, but they're not uncommon. Yeah. yeah, right? <laughs> no, as far as like formula, diapers, mm -hmm. you wouldn't have to pay, I mean, they have money that's set aside yeah. for people that no have. no idea. That's, pretty, that's wow. pretty cool, actually. Three and up. I think it's a great idea. I yeah. said, well, I said, we're going to be fine, but that's kind of nice to know for people that have three or more, because it is a different world. Yeah. Instead of having one, having two. I mean, it does. Oh yeah. It is a bit of a shock to the system, but yeah. it's a, it's a double blessing, as I like to say. So it was it was all good. But uh, they should this, they should actually have something like that because I just recently had my fourth colonoscopy. So I mean, like the I've always believed though. Uh, yeah, I'm not a big fan of government medicine just because it's not to me that you're just asking for trouble. But preventative stuff, I mm. think everybody should get a first colonoscopy free. A first mammogram free, especially if you have a history of stuff. Yeah. I think that should be covered totally, and then you determine course of action or if you need to have anything more done. Yeah, because that's that's what keeps people from doing these things is the cost. And then yeah. you wait, and you wait, and you wait, and it's too late if you yeah. ever have an issue with it. The so. United States is one of maybe maybe the only really um, progressive, civilized country where preventive medicine is not the norm. No. You go to bad. other European or European countries and they're very much into that. I mean, they yeah. want to, mm -hmm. you know, get ahead of it. Um, we're very much a let's treat the disease because yeah. there's a that lot of money, money in it. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And well, it's really it's it's nuts. Well, I think it's that there's a lot of people that would argue <laughs> that's what they want because that way more money you're spending more money. They, they can bill more money. Mm -hmm. You know, they don't want... Do they, do they want people that are cured? Do they want healthy people? Do they make money off healthy people? I don't know. So, 
So I don't mean to sound, you know, like the pessimist there. Well, kinda... my insurance company, my current now I spilled on my blanket. My current insurance company is actually pretty good on the preventative stuff. Yeah, I mean, they good. sent me, a, you know, a, a colon cologuard or whatever that yeah. at home test is called, and same thing for A1C. And they sent somebody, some uh, person showed up provider to you know an interview we talked about an hour about all kinds of different stuff she did some tests it's good smart so i mean yeah because for the insurance company it's a definite win to go preventative versus absolutely disease. absolutely you catch it and cologuard's a good thing but it has its limitations and you, you kind of have to know what you're doing like i can't do cologuard because i yeah. of what my first colonoscopy what they found in me keeps me from getting it done again yeah. you know you can't yeah. do it yeah my doctor and, and i don't me. know when i look at people that shop at walmart should they really be doing a medical test I don't know. I'm not sure. We got to wake up Artie. Artie's napping over here, so. No, I'm fine. Okay. I'm fine. Are you good? I'm fine. All right. Yeah, I'm All fine. right. We're checking the beverages out because Pete has been kind enough to bring us something a little bit different today. Uh, we are boomers of beverages, so we always have a drink of some kind. So this and is. What do you have? What is it? it? It's it's, it's a French Bordeaux. Mm. Now I went to Costco today to buy some wine, and I saw this, and it's the Kirkland brand. But it's a French Bordeaux, 60% uh, uh, cab, 40% Merlot. Now, if you don't know this, uh, uh, Costco is actually the largest wine distributor in the country. Huh. Okay. So that, that's a fact. They partner with a lot of different vineyards. Like, you'll, you'll find a very high-end uh, uh, Italian wine. It'll be under the Kirkland brand. This is the same thing. It's a French Bordeaux. Uh, it's likely a very expensive wine that you see also around town, but they can't tell you what it is. That's part of the, the, the secret. It's been rumored that the Kirkland brand of vodka is actually Grey Goose. No one will confirm or deny. But there's a lot of products that they private label that are actually very you know well known but they, they want to keep it under under wraps you know so they keep the cost down so i'm gonna uh this is a french bordeaux bordeaux give it a taste tell me what you think um the price point was very very modest so i'm just curious you don't ever want to ask me about wine i mean it's better to, better to hear crap. from these guys oh my god i'm sorry you know what this would be good with lamb or a nice big thick beautiful lean Tenderloin. I'm, I'm in with it. Oh, yeah. yeah beef. Oh, my God. Beef tenderloin. It would go oh, so well. It's yeah, almost like a Donald Trump describing his meat. There's <laughs> a no, nice, big, beautiful, the wonderful ginormous, thing about this, The thing about this is it has meat. no bite back. Okay. In other words, it's yeah. remarkably pure and smooth. Smooth. It's it's smoother than the Colt 45 I just had. So I'm gonna you, you're gonna you're gonna yeah. I'm I'm a self-avowed wine snob. Well, so am I. So I'm gonna tell you how much a bottle of this costs. Can I guess? Yes, please. Okay, you're talking nine. about the, the the cost you paid at Costco. That is correct. Okay, that's what you want me to know. Okay, that's what you want. That's what I'm, what I'm guess. asking. Okay. Yes, that's what you're guessing. All right, here's my guess. My guess is 17.99. You are incorrect, young man. Ah, okay. I'm going to go 30. No. 12.99. 6.99. Wow. <laughs> I'm almost wow. embarrassed to say I'm drinking a six, $7 bottle of wine for a $7 but, bottle of wine. That but is you know, really it, it drinks like a 40 or $45 bottle of wine. And this is the Kirkland. 
Kirkland brand. So nice. you know it's wow. actually a very wow. well-known wine, but you'll, you'll know you don't color, never know. Look at the color, though. Look at the color. It's great. So yeah. this, this would be good. This remarkable. Their, this would be good with their foot-long hot dog. Oh, absolutely. Because that's yeah. a buck thirty-five. I mean, under ten bucks, you get a hot dog and a bottle that's of wine. Amazing. What the hot dog? Isn't it dog? seven bucks? Yeah, for dollar thirty-five. Absolutely. I thought you were talking about the you hot dog. You don't know. No, I'm talking about this. This I is gonna grab some on the way home. This is remarkable. Chocolate milk. Um, Kirkland products, love them. Wow. That's why we left Sam's Club. We used to have Sam's Club forever, but Costco's quality. I mean, Costco's worth it just because of their rotisserie chicken. You will not yeah. find a better rotisserie chicken for four ninety nine anywhere. The things and it's mutant. I don't know where they, where do they raise these chickens? They're huge. So they're plutonium chickens. Yeah, they're, they're Chernobyl chickens. <laughs> There's something's up with these chickens. But they're Big good. Chickens. They are very good. Been, Pete, thanks for uh, thanks for bringing this that. Is great. And, and Dan and Artie we have, have more? Uh, for the next episode. For, oh, is that a, is that a next yes. episode item? I think oh, it is. Well, then we'll have to hang on to that. But dang, we were uh, exchanging some. Uh, some texts a few weeks back, uh, Boomers with Beverages, and uh, we're always kind of sharing our ideas. And, uh, and Artie had, I don't, I, well, I guess you were kind of venting to some extent about what's going on. And, and as this podcast debuts, you know, we're knee deep in, in football playoffs. Uh, we're going to be on the heels of spring training with baseball, which is an exciting time of year. Hockey, NH, you know, NHL, NBA continues on. And at the cornerstone of all these great sports that we love, I think more and more people are asking the question of the impact that officiating yeah. is having on games. And I, when I say the impact, I'm not talking about a positive impact. I'm talking about actually coming down to where their decisions make the difference between wins and losses. Now, okay, I get the human error issue here. I understand that for some purists. But, Artie, I, I know you weren't – you have not been real happy with what's been going on this year with sports. Well, the, 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 a couple of things. I mean, it, it works in your favor sometimes, and sometimes it doesn't. For instance, a game that, that not a lot of people saw probably was the uh, – the, the new, excuse me, the uh, New England Patriots against the, the Raiders last weekend. Well, a, a couple of weekends ago. And um, they had a touchdown in the end zone in the final, like, 38 seconds of the game. And uh, the, the Raiders did. It appeared from all the angles that his one toe was out of bounds in the end zone. But they couldn't judge for certain if his foot was out of bounds or not. So because of the replay uh, protocol. rule and protocol, they, they couldn't make a, a firm decision. So the field... Inconclusive, the, right? Isn't that what they call it? It was inconclusive yeah. only yeah. because they didn't have the right angle to see exactly yeah. what it was. But at the time when it happened, it was ruled a touchdown. So they ruled it a touchdown. I would have been able to make that decision. All right, I would have made this. I would have been able to say, I don't care. His foot was out of bounds. Yeah. Because I can judge from the angle that there was it, that the, the camera angles were that it was. Anyway, that's just one example. But most of the examples that I I can look at are protecting the quarterback with an unnecessary roughness or yeah. a, a, a late hit on the quarterback or a blindside defensive player. You know, a defensive play. So those kind of things are always subjective, all right? And I saw two plays during the Colts game that should not have been called, that should have been a no call. 
one of them was uh, Buckner was, was hit, hit the quarterback, and the quarterback went flying. Yeah. It was a clean hit. He didn't right. come in with his helmet. Right. He wasn't blindsided. He came in hard and fast. Yeah. And they called roughing the passer. I think now, a lot I don't, of those I don't two, think that changed the game. Yeah, yeah, but I know what you're. That's, well, that's a big penalty. That's 15 yards. Yeah. So exactly. that, that's a huge penalty. Exactly. Especially if that the team's uh, th- third down and long, and all of a sudden your quarterback gets knocked out, and you get a first down because of it. So that, that, that yeah. can be a game changer. And, and when we're talking about quarterback hits, I think we're talking about a rule of roughing the passer or late hit or whatever. Right. Because I think the owners are bitching about it. I think they're complaining about it. We have a millions of dollars invested in this one player. Yeah. And we want to get some, you know, some 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 longevity out of the guy. And I'm sure they did not mind having that penalty. Defensive players are like, no, 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 no. But you got to go with what the owners want. And see, I'm trying to remember because you guys, you watched. I mean, Dan, growing up, Pete, growing up, did you watch a lot of sports or not so much? Not so much. Oh, a little bit here and there, right? Yeah, I, I was watching sports all the time. So, when we're kids in the '70s, even into the '80s, and Pete, I don't know what your earliest memory is, but I remember Monday Night Football was like always yeah. in our house. Yeah. You watch Monday, always. even if always. it was two crappy teams, it was such an event. I don't remember roughing the passer calls. Would they, or did they call them something else? No, they had roughing the passer calls back forever. Then. But, but that didn't. But it was very infrequent. I yeah. mean, it, yeah. it was in, it was implied that. Yeah. It, it's a rough You're game. You're going to get hit. Yeah. Period. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't well, happen very often. Well, you know, but you make a good point, Artie. The referees are enforcing and interpreting what the owners want because these rule changes are really dictated by the owners exactly. and, 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 their com- and their rules committees. Yes. So now that, you know, so now they say, yeah, and you're right, they want to protect their investment. I, I understand that. But, you know, when Tom Brady gets tapped on the shoulder and, he, and that's, a, that's a roughing the pastor, it's like, it's, it, it dumbs down the game. Absolutely. Yeah. That's that's the kind of thing I'm talking uh-huh. about because even if you got a really crappy quarterback in the backfield, they're calling those play, those call. They're like making those calls. Every quarterback and, the Colts have recently. Oh, oh yeah, all yeah. of them. Yeah, yeah, every one of them. Yeah, I like Dan. You got you got to. No, I just on that. the I, there was a and I was trying to find who she was, but there was a woman who was an ESPN radio talk show host. We're talking, you know, like in the '90s, a long time ago. And I just remember somebody calling and complaining about that, and her response was, "Score more points." Sure. Which you know, the the more points your team scores, the less one or more bad calls will make. That that's fine. That's but, but well, here, yeah. here's the thing with that: a play like that can literally shut down an entire team for the rest of the game. Yeah. Well, because momentum yeah. in football is right. She's right. However. I've seen many times when a, a referee's call is a is a game changer, yeah. is a momentum changer. So scoring points, yeah, on the surface, she's absolutely right. If you're up fifty to nothing, you're you're not well, yeah. you're not caring anyway. Well, and but I don't know if it's a, it, it's probably also the case in football. But I do uh, PA for high school basketball games, so I'm sitting courtside, really close. And at any given moment in any game, somebody's violating something. Yeah. You know, and you could you, pretty much every second you could call something, and you know you hear the parents behind you that it's all you know. And so, yeah, they're going to miss things, and they're going to let things go, and the you know, and, and but the I mean the the one call in particular I think sparked Artie's text. It from what I read about it, the guy asked the referee, "Am I okay standing here?" The referee said, "Yes." 
and as soon as the flight took off, you threw the flag and said, no, you're you know, illegal formation. No, that was not the play not I was the, talking okay. about. No. That's when but that I, I, remember, I remember seeing that, and I'm yeah. like, you're, you're out of your mind. He's looking at the referee saying, yeah. am, I si am I right where I'm supposed to be? That he affirmed, he affirmed, yes, yeah. you're where you're supposed to be. And then as soon as the play went off, he did. He threw the flag. What kind of crap is that? That's an official that should just be just gotten rid of. Yeah, just that, get rid that, of that, that guy. That's egregious. Now, let's change from football to college basketball. Basketball. I saw the first time ever, the first time ever, a, a, somebody got a penalty. Uh, I think it was a technical, because he flopped. A college player flopped. Mm -hmm. I didn't know you could flop. And could, could, could yeah, that, that rule's that. been oh, for about two love, or three years. Really, I yeah, love that. Now that I love, the, I love, I love it when they get in, in the NBA too. That, that you can get called for flopping in the NBA. I did not know that. Yeah, yeah. I did not. Well, know that. And I, I remember reading. It's been a while, but one of the reasons why U.S. soccer teams don't do all that well internationally is because they don't flop <laughs> that they you know i'm not hurt so i'm not going to lay down writhing in pain quote unquote oh, like the european there's a lot and of other, yeah I mean, and the american it's like that's kind of you're, you're cheating i'm lying about being injured what do you wish so they don't what do, you, do you're it. talking about what what's the soccer oh, i've never heard of it well, why would you just flop when you could flip flop yeah, yeah, you probably did. Yeah. So did you guys watch any of the World Cup when it was on several weeks ago? I did by mistake. You're I was kidding, kidding, of course. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I was just curious. But, well, actually, I want to take... Who I'm, won? You, you, you guys know what, what a feminine thing I am. Oh, so they did get a winner. Okay. No, I, I, was just, I was trying to find that woman's name that used to that hosted the radio show. Sure. So I looked up ESPN, sports hosts, uh -huh. women, sports... And, like, the first 50 hits on Google are... The most beautiful ESPN. Oh, of course. Not are they any good? Do they know what they're talking about? No. It's you know, who's the prettiest one? Yeah. Well, okay, but. but see, and I am just just completely off subject. I, I I have to admit that one thing has changed over the last few years is you you have a significantly better quality female sportscaster out there yeah. now. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Early on, it was kind of just for the sake of having somebody, which yeah. I, which is ridiculous, but. There you go with television, but there's a lot of great female oh, yeah. sportscasters and play-by-play, -play, which was probably the toughest thing for me to accept. But I've mm. heard some really good play-by-play. -play. Just because I'm old school, I, I like the Ernie Harwells of the world, the Jack Bucks yeah. of the world. You know, the uh, um, what's it? Chicago. Oh, Harry Carey. Harry, Harry Carey. How do yeah. I forget Harry Carey? For God's sake, <laughs> I should know Harry Carey. There's booze all over the place. I should remember yeah, that. Exactly. But you know what I mean. So I grew up with Ernie Harwell in Detroit, who was a storyteller, one of the greatest play-by-play -play announcers in the history of baseball. Yeah. You know, of course, Vin Scully, who oh, passed yeah. away this past year, one of the greatest of all time. So, getting better. So, mm. uh, hopefully, the next time you do that, it actually brings up sportscasters yeah, because based on their abilities yeah. and knowledge, not you know how they look. Yeah. But but I'm going to just say this because. You brought up college ball, Artie. Probably the toughest thing for me about college basketball, the foul calls are so subjective. There is no universal foul call. You can have one official that deems this a foul and one that, no, that's not a foul. Mm -hmm. And it's frustrating to me. It's a, it's a joke. I think it's absurd. And then you can have just such a wide range of yeah. definitions, whether it's in football, baseball, you know, not so much. Because baseball, yeah. really, they're testing the strikes and balls. And... I'm going to say, you're going to think I'm nuts, maybe, I mean, not in our lifetime, but for our, our kids, that you're going to have sports get rid of officials. And it's all going to be multi-cameras. Yeah, it's going to be sideline booths yeah. where they, can, in a split second, determine there was an infraction. You know, they'll have somebody on the field that can get, that can assist with, but it's not going to come... Throw the flag. It's not going to come down to some 50, 60-plus-year-old guy 
right. or gal. What's your problem trying with to keep 50, up? 60 yeah. plus you're, year old you're guys. too old. You can't keep up with these people, and you can't see that split millisecond action yeah. like you're supposed to that cameras can. There's nothing wrong with them. That's great, but not as officials. I think the time's come. It's over. This isn't football from the 70s. This is football 20, 20, and up. It's a faster game. Do you see AI coming into play? Maybe. I, I do. Maybe. Well, I see AI. Well, here's, here's where it's possibly going. Uh, I think it's the French Open. Don't quote me on this. But three of the four major tennis tournaments, all the lines are called uh, by electronically. Really? Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. I mean, you know, you'll, you'll, you'll get an audible sign or a, a sound if the ball is out on a serve or, or whatever. There's no arguing anymore. That very would very much upset John McEnroe because yeah, I mean, why show sure. up if you can't argue with the with the umpire? Right, well, well I think they'll, they'll have an, they'll have an umpire sitting there just in case John shows up. <laughs> well, okay, that's true. <laughs> I mean, because he's still on the senior tour. Yeah, you how many ready. of you have, have gotten a ticket from a, a traffic cam? Oh, sure. I have not. Oh, I have. You oh, have, and yeah. you have, yeah. and you. Yeah. I no, have I haven't either. So you see, that would really tick me off. Mm -hmm. If I got a traffic cam, I, I'd contest it immediately. Oh, I did not well, get my, permission my, my from my vehicle to be. Yeah, it's not going to come down. You, you, you've already lost the argument with that argument. Yeah. Why? My brother why? did. Why? Why? Tell You're me, out in public. Tell me why. You're out in public. Out in public, yeah. I didn't yeah, get I my permission. Out, you, I don't, you don't think you have, have any expectation yeah. of privacy if, not you, if you're public. out in public. If what, it was what if I was home, naked? Well, that's your fault. You should be arrested for that. <laughs> we all suffer for that. Because you just violated some EPA standards right there, boy. <laughs> I had no emissions. My well, brother went, My brother took his ticket to court. He got a ticket in Sacramento. This is like 15, 20 years ago. Contesting his speeding ticket. And they had his plate. They showed, you know, he goes, he goes, yeah, I, I just don't think this is fair. You know, I, da, 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 da. And they go, well, are you claiming it wasn't you? He goes, I, I just don't remember going through that intersection. I don't think that was my car. And she goes, well, how about this photo? And it was face right on. <laughs> really? Right through the, yeah, ah, different angles. Because they're, they're taking different angles now. It's not just yeah. like it's a license plate camera. Because yeah. you go to some of the intersections, you already notice this, right? You see, oh, yeah, cameras are on every corner. Yeah, yeah oh, you're yeah. right. I mean, when we got the Super Bowl, you have to remember, there used to be a mall on the east side of Indianapolis, for people aren't familiar, called Eastgate Consumer Mall. Yeah. The federal government bought probably a third of that, maybe half of that, and converted it into a, a security monitoring facility. Yeah. And our baker's wow. shaking his head. He knows about this. Right. The most high-tech systems available for the Super Bowl to make sure nothing happened. Wow. So it utilized yeah. every camera we already had and, and the additional probably thousands that they put in downtown Indianapolis that still exists to this day mm. to keep us from having a terrorist attack, to identify facial recognition. But the gunshot thing is kicking that butt. I mean, that's I amazing. Yeah. They can, it can sense gunshots in, in, in the area. Right. Now what do you mean sense gunshot after well, they've see. been fired? Yes, as they're fired. As they're fired. As they're fired, wow. it knows exactly where that yeah. gunshot was coming from. The last, and, and last two times, the cops are there immediately. The last two times we flew, uh, when we were going before we went on the plane, it was all facial recognition. They just said, look here, and yeah. it identifies you, and if there's anything nefarious that comes up, you're really? pulled aside. Uh, it's been a long time since I've flown. Yeah, it's all facial recognition. But So you guys think it's a legit thing that eventually they become more relied on uh, cameras as I opposed to that. humans? You're going to have to have a lot more of them, a lot more cameras, well, I mean, that's for sure. You want look at football, though. I know, that's look what I mean. Football. Slow things down, though, I would think. Well, I think there has to be some... Yeah, there has to be some give and take with that, mate. But I think with certain calls, well, for baseball, uh, you know, a lot of the stuff is still is now done electronically. You know, the, the right. base calls, you know, fair or foul, that sort of stuff. You want to get it right, particularly in the playoffs. I hope they never go to electronic 
balls and strikes. I know the technology works. Yeah. But if you look statistically, umpires do a really, really they did, uh, good yeah. job. They did test really? it. So I, yeah. want, I just did. want some human aspect. If baseball, because I'm a big baseball fan, if it becomes totally electronic, it's just going to lose some of the charm for yeah. me. Yeah, but, you know, if they let that happen, then, you know, eventually we will control the game with a joystick at home. And I think that's a... <laughs> I what do you think? Uh, huh? I, I would like I to see football awesome. without any penalties. Sure. Oh, that, sure. that would be rugby. No, I, I would like or, or really like to see. Huh? And, with James Conn, not the new one. Yeah. So all of a sudden we go back to the Coliseum days? Is that what yeah. you're saying? I like it. Tigers, well, but, Lions, so On a related swords. note, the thing that I think is so crazy, like I say, doing the particularly basketball games, you get all the parents behind you yelling. Do they expect the referee to say, oh, yeah. It was, he You're traveled. Right. You're Thank right. you. Thank you so <laughs> much for pointing that out. So, yeah, change possession. Just a, a quick show of hands before we wrap up this uh, edition of Boomers with Beverages. How many of you guys in your in your history with your kids or in any sporting, have you ever been kicked out of an event? I have to say yes. And I was there. <laughs> I came close once. Came close? Baseball, yeah. There was uh, a, my son played uh, Little League Baseball. Uh-huh. And he goes up and this kid on third base yells, easy out. And he got on base. My son got on base. And I just shouted, you know, he's on first third base. And the other team's coach went over and talked to the umpire that I was playing. Oh, no. And I'm like, I used to see that's ridiculous. Yeah. 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 That, that should be Mr. a badge of honor for you, I think. I, yeah. I legit, I mean, when I got called and kicked out, yeah. I didn't realize you were there. I was there. It was at OYO. Yeah, well, the umpire, I was just questioning his, the prescription on his glasses. Uh, something like that. I mean, yeah. I was being, I, trust me, I've seen parents get horrible. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, the language, the whole, no. I, was, I thought it was very polite. I just recommended next time Dr. Tavel calls, which is a, a local optometrist in Indy, maybe visit the man and see if he can help you out. Because apparently at this point, you're blind! You're blind! Oh, I didn't go Kinnison on him, but I, I was yeah. close. Yeah. I was close. Yeah. Pete, never? Never, never. never, never, never not even, I'm that guy that won't say anything because I appreciate what the, what the umpires do. A lot of them do it voluntarily. And I just don't want to be that that parent. Yeah. So It happens. I mean, they should fun. all be as good as Pete. Yeah. Yeah. Well, remember, he's watching tennis. So it's well, a little different. That, yeah. you know? <laughs> Nobody gets upset at tennis, you know, as he's, you know, getting his gray poupon and his vintage wine poured into his cup. Oh, my God. No, it's the $7 <laughs> Costco wearing my, wearing my white sweater and shorts, right? <laughs> Those real short shorts. That's right. The Bjorn Borg shorts. And, Artie, I'm amazed you never got the boot at a game. I never did because yeah. I was I, – I knew all the referees, all the umpires in sure. baseball. I yeah. knew all the youth umpires. Yeah. and. And they were not going to throw me out. And they knew if I was saying something, they were laughing their ass off. Yeah. It's that simple. No, I hear you. I hear you. It's good stuff. It's good stuff. Well, I think we universally agree. There's definitely hiccups that need that, you know, they, there's problems. <laughs> yeah. How they fix it, we'll see what happens. But like I said, I think going down the road, you're going to see more and more replays, cameras getting involved to, to try to get it right. And, and again, this is something that I'm sure boomers really care about. Yeah, they do, because we all grew up with sports. Exactly. That's my point. Yeah. Well, we especially do. now that we have more betting. time now. We have more time to watch sports. Exactly. Dan hit the nail on the and head, sports though. betting has become so ubiquitous yeah. well, that they're definitely going to yep. change. Retirement income. Oh. <laughs> DraftKings, what's their phone number? <laughs> this is where I'm spending my money. So, IRA yeah. balance transfer. Yeah. yeah, exactly right. Artie, thank you very much. Appreciate your input. Good to see you. That's a, I'll, you're, my bill's in the mail. Uh, thank you very much, Dan Davis, as well. Thank good you. to be here. Pete Molina, always, always uh, good to ha- get your perspective. On stuff, yeah, and don't forget the Australian Open coming up in uh, January. Oh my God! I've already I almost forgot. forgot. Oh, wow. I almost okay. Forgot. I, I, I happy right. to let you know, Artie. I, 
after. Is that in Australia? It, it is. Coincidentally, it's they open. decided. Yeah, it's they, open. And it's open. So anybody can play in it. Yeah, yeah we're, yeah. Yeah, we we're open. Have, Australia, I'll, I'll probably going to have to miss yeah. a couple of podcasts because I'll be out there training and playing in the tournament. I know? would love to see you be playing in a tournament. That would be fantastic. That would be great. Are you okay, Artie? Can't hear a thing. The, you, well, you have your headphones off. That's I'm, right. I'm, I'm trying to hear you and you and you without wearing my headphones. I can't hear a damn thing. Oh, Lord. That's little hilarious. Te- little technical issues, but thank you, Art Baker, again. I uh, appreciate your awesome job. Indeed. Uh, Taylor Scott, somewhere out there. I'm out here. Waiting for us to send him another episode to uh, promote and uh, mm-hmm. get out there in the Netherlands. I'm Jim Burrows. We look forward to talking with you again, and thanks for making our podcast part of your podcast listening. We'll talk to you again soon on Boomers with Beverages. Thanks for listening to Boomers with Beverages. Recording engineer Art Baker, post-production technician Dan Davis, showrunner and distributor Taylor Scott of iPodcastPro.com. People writing labels ever. You know how you talk about freshness and yeah. you know taste the goodness, taste the freshness. Right. This was a bag of a bag of peas. Taste the penis, and I was like stunned. I could not believe they would that tell me you took freaking a stupid. Well, that's like the it's somewhere. Uh, that's why a somewhere. It, why does it surprise you of the stupidity in our society? They, they missed a class in marketing school, obviously. Well, that's like Taste a famous. The there's a famous meme too that it, it, it talks about learning how to. Uh, you know, spell and then space your words out, and it's supposed to say the pen is mightier than the sword, but they put the P E N I S too close together. The penis is mightier than the sword. Yeah. So. Well, that's true too.